Doing good. Good evening. How are you this uh, wonderful evening? Oh, I'm fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm just absolutely peachy. Oh, good. <laughs> what does it sound like when I call you on your end? It's really weird. They must have updated Skype since we last did this. Um, I don't know. It's like this weird little tune. So what I get when I'm with the with calling you is do 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 boop do boop do do. Uh, that that kind of sounds like it, yeah. And it's all jazzy. Yeah, definitely jazzy. More more so this time. Skype is very different tonight. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I had it as private. I um. I, private. I thought I had uploaded a few more episodes, and then I come to Last find out I that checked, didn't. I meant to ask you about it because you'd said that. So on my app, I went to go see how many, and last time I checked, there was no additional. Yeah, there there were supposed to be three. I just checked in. There's going to be a new one tonight. It looks like. Oh yeah. And the problem was that I set the visibility of all of them to private. Oh, I see. So now I just did that, and there will be a new one soon. Okay, good. Because okay, yeah, I do see that episode twenty nine is available. <laughs> yep, that just came out. Yep. Okay, thirty and thirty one are forthcoming. Thirty is coming out in two hours. Oh, okay. And then uh, I wanted to listen to it while we talk. <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to talk for two hours then. <laughs> Well, and then I wanted to, you know, talk while I listened to it. So oh, I, I guess we're, we're just going to be up all night. That's a, that sounds like a really good plan. Boy, that would be I, confusing. I will, I, that would be, and I would not last that long. <laughs> I did not sleep nearly enough last night. Uh, anything, any any specific reason? Uh, well, one reason is that even though I had just moved here and here a month ago, the uh, smoke and carbon monoxide alarm must be old. Is it beeping all uh, the time? Well, not anymore because I ripped it out of the wall <laughs> at three in the morning last night. <laughs> because okay, so first off, I guess I'll just get into the whole story since we're going to need something to talk about anyway. Since we don't have James to help carry me through my silent stretches, right? Um, so. I have, and my keyboard lights up for my computer. I have a slightly nicer keyboard since I do a lot of games on my computer and whatever. Uh-huh. And so for some reason, even when my computer is off, the keyboard's supposed to be off as well. Sometimes it'll randomly turn on. And I'm someone who, when I was younger, I used to love to go to bed with like a TV on or something like that. Mm-hmm. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten, I may have even discussed this on here before, I'm to the point where if there's like any light in my room it makes me wake up um like i've kind of you know some some little bit of light from outside is okay like here in the apartment we have a little bit of a port and like a little back patio and there's a light on the outside that's on all night that i don't have any control over Mm. and so some of that leaks through and i've gotten okay with that but if I don't have my keyboard put away into my desk, then when that turns on, it's almost like having a, a dim light on in the room. So that woke me up at two in the morning. So, you know, get up, turn off my, I have to turn on my computer and turn it off. It's the only way I know to get the keyboard to turn off. Mm. And so, you know, once I'm up, it takes me a little while to go to bed again. So I finally, about an hour later, I'm starting to fall asleep. You know, I've done, I've done a little crossword puzzle. That kind of helps put me put me to sleep. 
And then right as I'm on the verge of falling asleep, the goddamn smoke alarm starts to <laughs> And, you know, I've, I've only been here a month. I haven't gotten around to getting a stepladder yet. And, of course, it's on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So then I have to go dig through my closet to grab a bunch of my old uh, college textbooks to pile them <laughs> up to get to it. And in order to, you know, in order, in order to see properly, I have to turn on a bunch of lights so here I am at three in the morning with every light on in the house, basically, as I go and gather enough things to pile up so I can reach the ceiling and pull this hardwired, hardwired smoke alarm out and then pl- uh, pry the battery compartment open to get the goddamn thing to start stop chirping. Wow. So, yeah. So it was interesting. And I'm going to have to, you know, I thought that just replacing the battery would, would be enough, but I got a new battery, put it in, and now it's saying that the unit's malfunctioning and needs to be replaced. So now it chirps still every minute. So now it's just sitting dead on my on my nightstand because I ripped the battery, the new battery out. I'm just going to have to call the uh, the manager tomorrow and say, hey, I need a new smoke detector. Otherwise, when I when the unit catches on fire and I die, it's going to be your fault. Right. <laughs> Man, what an ordeal. Yeah, and you know, I actually went to bed the earliest I ever, I have in like a year last night because I'm like, you know, I'm pretty tired. I've been waking up really early this whole week, so I'm gonna go to bed at nine p.m. Yeah, give yourself a little treat. Yeah, yeah. So, so much for that. Hmm, excuse but, me. But oh, no problem. I am trying. I think I showed you and James the other day. I, I for the first time I'm trying scotch tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not bad. I have to go into that conversation and turn turn the notifications back on because there was a point I was trying to do something and you guys were really into talking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I just had to go, no, just make them shut up. <laughs> uh, Glenn Livett, Glenn Livett, that's right. We recommended yeah. that as a starter. Yep, you guys recommended it and it was... You've told me this many times, but I am finally learning that Save Mart does indeed have, for the most part, much better prices on their liquor than Bevmo. Oh, yeah. And the Glenlivet. I, that Costco's my new place for Glenlivet because it's about 20 bucks. It's maybe 25 Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's even better. Than, I think this. I think the bottle, uh, the picture of the bottle I sent you, their uh, normal 12-year one, is, I think it's like 30 at Save Mart. Yeah, that's about right, which is already a good deal. Glenlivet is delicious. Yeah, it, it is definitely good. I think I'm a little bit ruined right now because ever since I, I forced myself to finish the uh, oh. uh, shitty Trader Joe's whiskey the one night, I've just been having like Angel's Envy. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's good, but it's still the first the first sip of it. I'm like, hmm, not very smooth. But now now it's I'm a I'm a few drinks and now it's now it's good. Yeah. I like Gunlivet also when it's the right time. I like to stick just one ice cube in there. That's really good. Mm. Yeah, I, I was uh, I was going to do that, but I'm like, you know, the first the first time I'm trying it, I'm just going to try it straight, nothing else in it, just mm-hmm. see how it is, sure. and then uh, go from there. Yeah, that's a, that's always a nice one because it's it's there's you still have all the smokiness you still have the maltiness the peatiness that is in every good scotch but it's all pretty laid back yeah whereas my wife and i did a shot of johnny walker double black before we started recording here and uh very smoky like 
overpoweringly smoky. Yeah, I've I've heard from some people that that a scotch can be like that, so that's why I always kind of you know I found my little my little happy spot with Irish whiskey and bourbon. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of stayed away from it. But I'm like you know I'm going to tell people I like whiskey. I should really try scotch. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. The um, looking at my collection, which has to come to a halt for a little bit here because I'm out of room. So until I <laughs> build more shelves. It goes rye, bourbon, Irish, Scotch, and then American. Mm. The the blends and the things that just call themselves American style whiskey. Yeah. Which are pretty good still, but they they don't really have a place to go. Yeah, there's kind of a, a mishmash. I got today at Costco. They had a little. It was a little sale on three littler bottles of Jameson. So you had the... Oh, really? It was the Stout, the IPA edition, and then just a little regular one where it's... Oh, yeah. I think... I think Save Mart very briefly, the one that my my dad works at, had something like that. Yeah. It was a pretty good deal, and I kind of figured that way... Because I don't like the Stout one as much. I don't feel the need to drink a lot of it because it's a little bottle. So we had our taste and that's good. Fine. goes up on the shelf and leave it alone now. And then Jameson is represented on the shelf. And in addition to being upside down as the shot, (laughs) yeah, the shot giver. Yeah. That's a, that's a cool little thing that you have there. Yeah. Yeah. We gave another one to someone. I think maybe Irina. I don't remember. I think we gave it to her. You mean you don't remember every single thing that goes on in your life? No, I barely remember the the important things. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I can't say anything. <laughs> Did you guys do anything today for your dad's your dad's B day? Uh, not a whole lot. Okay. Um, he normally likes to do a low key. Sure. But you know, he always wants his coffee cake, so my mom made him a coffee cake. <laughs> and then he actually said that yesterday. He mentioned that he was craving like a like a roast Thanksgiving type turkey hmm. and turns out that Sprouts and Lodi has turkey year round like that. Oh, so cool. my mom went to Sprouts and got him his turkey. <laughs> that was nice of her. Yes, it was. I yeah. saw, I saw him today when he was leaving work and apparently they got him a cake too. Yes. A very pretty princess tit cake that said happy birthday, Stephanie. Oh, did it really? Oh, yes. so it was just a misprint or like, no, they, they purposely, Oh, Steve, Stephanie, got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was this pink, pink cake. He sent me a picture with, or a snap, a Snapchat of it, of like a, a, like a pink cake with a little crown and wand. Oh, that's cute. It was very cute. Yeah. Fit his personality perfectly. <laughs> oh, speaking of wands, I finally, it's been however many months now. It's been since April. I finally finished the wand of Abigar. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so that I can finally start reading the sequel that he gave me the link to. Oh, that's right. He did mention that you had told him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I told him that I was sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I, when I saw him, he was walking to his car, and I was in my car, and I was blocking traffic, so I only had time to talk to him for half a second. So then I <laughs> texted him afterwards to let him know. <laughs> yeah, but, but we'll see. He he really punched up uh, Wand of Abigar because I remember reading that fifteen years ago. Oh yeah, no, he changed quite a bit in uh, after after uh, elementary school. <laughs> yeah, 
And it's, it's like the ending is cleaner and it makes more sense. Yeah, I think he added a chapter. He added the, like the prologue and an epilogue and added a chapter in the middle somewhere and yeah. expounded upon a whole bunch. Yeah, but it, it was awesome. And I'm glad that uh, that's really cool that, that that's going on. I wonder if there's any way for me to see how sales are on his book. Uh, he has a way to he has a way to check. I don't think there's been very much because he hasn't done any sort of advertisement. It's got five it's, stars. Yeah, and last time I checked, it was just one review. <laughs> that was me. Oh no, that was Sandra Nolan. <laughs> That's his yeah. friend. I gave it five stars, also, but I didn't write a review. No, oh. <laughs> I was um, you know. I, I've stayed away from reviewing it because I just figure if someone sees a review with the same last name, they're going <laughs> to well, not. I mean, there's at least two characters in the book with the last name Nolan. So it, yeah, <laughs> a Nolan <laughs> reviewing it might, but you'd have to read the entire book to, to see that you just based on the cover, a Harden might be a little more suspicious. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I there's, I don't think there's any way for me to see Google no. books. I know there's a way for him to him to look, but I think he's gotten like I don't know, not not very much, of course, but because I think really to um, get any sort of um, traction, you have to um, you have to like promote it and stuff like that. Yeah, I think and, it's sort of like us in this podcast where I just want. I want to have made a podcast and put it out there as far as listenership. I don't care. I think he wanted to yeah, exactly. get the okay for this book to go out and be there. Yes, exactly. It's always been like a hobby for him and all that. And uh, when, once he realized that instead of having to actually go through a publishing company, he could you know, commission artwork on his own mm-hmm. and have it edited on his own and, all, and formatted on his own and everything, he wanted to just do it to say that he did it basically. Mm-hmm. And I only, I think I only found three errors. There may have been more, there weren't many, but there were a yeah, handful there, of whatever punctuation and stuff. A, yeah. Yeah. I know he's found, he's found a few himself, but wow. That's even translated. I'm on Eurobuch.com, which is a German book website. And there it is. Really? That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Da, 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 da. Now, where's that? I saw a, a description in German. Neuer Versenkostenfrei Innerhalb. Hmm. Finden Sie alle Bücher von Steve Harden bei der Bücher Sush Maschine Eurobuch. Anyway. So wow. there it is. <laughs> You're doing a pretty good pretty good job there. Thanks. My mother uh majored in German. Oh, okay. I was just about ready to ask you. I'm like, I know you I, I'm like, didn't you take like French or something in high school? I did. I took a lot of French. <laughs> I did everything I could not to learn Spanish or German. <laughs> yeah, but my mom majored in German so that I was given a lot of German lessons growing up, like more than oh. normal people in yeah. California. <laughs> Yeah, I've had a grand total of zero German lessons. I know this may come as a surprise. That's very surprising. <laughs> I'll never understand my mom's career trajectory. Have I ever told you how her career went? I know, maybe a long time ago, but not anything I remember. She got into UC Davis, which is kind of a huge deal. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. 
She went to UC Davis to, she began as a veterinary science major and she did two years as a veterinary science major, maybe wow. three. She was going to be a veterinarian. So she's to this day, she's always the person that I go to is like, Hey, here's a question I have about how to like give my pet medicine or whatever. Cause she's, she's pretty good about that stuff. Yeah. At some point during her college years, she's never told me why, but she switched to a German major. And then she graduated UC Davis with a Bachelor of the Arts, I guess. I don't know, bachelor's degree in German. So what does she do from there? Well, obviously, as someone who has taken many years of veterinary school and ended up with a degree in German, you go and you start caring for children at a preschool. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) I never knew that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with a degree in German, like... Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, from a UC, that would probably be a, a pretty, you know, especially if you just did another year or two and got like a master's, probably not too far away from being able to, at the very least, like, you know, do something related yeah. to that. Yeah, like whether high school or, or something like that, or even spend a few years and do something in university or maybe even travel to Germany and yeah. end up being an, either an English language instructor in Germany or... I know I had a couple like language instructors in high school who they had, you know, gotten their degree in the language in college and moved to the country for a couple of years. Yeah. Then uh, kind of, you know, solidify their their knowledge of the, of the language in the native country, then come back and teach it. Mm-hmm. Nope, none of that. <laughs> she's been to Germany twice. Um, but yeah, cut to now, and she's twenty six years into a de- into teaching elementary school <laughs> 26 years 1992 yeah 26 years wow <laughs> yeah and now she has a master's in education when did she get her master's she got her master's when the San Joaquin County Office of Education opened their own education school called Teachers College and she went there for their first year to go through their master's program on, um, it was very scary stuff. It was a weird year hanging around her, but, um, they were not yet accredited, Oh, but they promised everyone who was attending that they scary. would be accredited soon. Yeah. Yeah. But there were, there were a few close calls about the accreditation. That's scary. Yeah, so she almost wasted that year getting her master's. Instead, she it, it was a it was a nice ending. She ended up with a master's in education, and now they're yeah. like up and running. That's where my wife went to get her teaching credential, and they do masters in education and school psychology and all kinds of stuff like that. And I feel like with a with like a master's and a and a bachelor degree and all the years teaching it. If she really wanted to, that'd be like a short step to, you know, moving on up from, from like elementary school type mm-hmm. teaching, unless, you know, it's also a, a different animal teaching older kids. So it might not be something she wants to deal with, especially with as long as she's already been in it. Yeah. From what I gather, she's become the teacher who like is just, she's done doing new things. Yeah. First, you know, new, newer teachers are always trying fun stuff. And she, at this point in her career, does not even bring work home. Yeah, she, <laughs> she just doesn't knows what works and does, just sticks with that. Yeah, 
who needs a lesson plan? I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. I've been doing this for first, you know, 20 years. I, I know exactly what works and what doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Nigh on 30. Yeah. So she's just, I think she's just going to be doing the exact same thing, teaching the exact same grade until she retires in, I think she has 12 years until retirement. <laughs> just so long. Yeah, that is. I was just going to say, God damn. 27. She was 27 when she started. And so I think she has to be 65 before she retires. Is that just to get her like teacher union retirement or something like that? I, oh. There's some specific age. I know like social security. I think 65 is when you can withdraw the full amount, 62 or 65. I don't remember. Something like that. I don't know. She's better at finances too. She's better at a lot of things than I am. So she, <laughs> she has a plan. Which is yeah. better than my plan. Because <laughs> my plan is uh, to hope that November goes better than October has. Oh, that's not good considering October seven days in. Yeah, no, October's going to be fine. It would just, it's, <laughs> it's a busy month at work. Oh, I see. Yeah, at actual work. Because every time the quarter ends, everybody needs to come in and do their big concert to prove that they're great. Oh shit! <laughs> so you got October, you got December, you got March, you got May. Those are the big, big months. <clears throat> yeah, but November's looking good as far as what's on the calendar right now. There are three. <laughs> there are three things happening in total. Wow! <laughs> the entire month in the <laughs> building. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm gonna be. Yeah. My, my house is gonna be so clean. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to have another whiskey get together in November then. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Have to leave you to it in in, in October. <laughs> Are you doing anything else with uh, SCT this month? Uh, not this month. Um, tomorrow oh. I go pick up my last paycheck and then tell them to send your brother's paycheck in the mail. And I'm gonna because since the dudes the dude came back. Oh. The guy I was I was replacing for the month is he's back and it's already bad again. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and so just from the small amount I've seen, it's already like disrespectfully bad again. Oh my god! Like I don't know if I can say it on here, but we can bleep if we need to. Okay, yeah, that, that's why I was kind of leaving a pause that way. Yeah. If, when you're if you have to really listen to it, you might catch it. But he, my brother said something about it was like so insanely messy. Yes, it was like, just full of garbage. Your like brother he couldn't believe it when, like, he thought maybe, like, it was an exaggeration how messy it was, but he was just like blown away by how bad it was. Yeah, to, no, we can leave this in for the audience. I hired Zach's brother to come help me take all of the garbage that I had kicked out of the building and put it into an enormous dumpster that we then filled to the brim, and we're talking a big old thirty-yard dumpster. And it, yeah, it was bad. And it's already like, and I, and so like I found a place for everything to go. Like you saw the place when we were done taking down that set. Usually it's full of just like things that we'll get to later. By the time yeah, the set no, was done. I thought it was like impressive how like relatively yeah. put together it was. It's it, that a strike has never looked that way at the end. And then for two days later for it to be just full of garbage again, it's like, oh, okay. So tomorrow when I go pick up my check, I am going to uh, drop off my keys with the big main boss and say, um, 
I know you were hoping that I would come back and help you some more, but I, I will not because that's, that's not worth my time. It's not worth my time and effort to try and make things good just so that this other person can come in and make them bad again. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if if he's gone for good, then call me. True. Otherwise, exactly, just leave me alone. Yeah, I'm open to that, but until he's gone, I'm not doing a thing. Because I don't owe anyone that. Why do they? Why do they keep him on? Um, because he's been there for six years, and because it's 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 six all rough years. stuff. Okay, I don't know. Six years ain't that long. <laughs> it is. It is in this world. Mm-hmm. Like I stuck around a pretty long time when I was almost there for two years in my capacity oh. as his assistant. That was a pretty long time for someone to stick around. Yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, I can see why from what you said. Yeah. So, um, yeah. It, is there just no one, like, if they got rid of him, is there just no one that they would really be able to easily find to replace him? Is that kind of why they allow it? Or? Basically, yeah. Because the only the only candidate they know of to replace him would be me, and I don't I don't want to fully replace him. Yeah. So it's mostly like just that he's incredibly talented artistically, and he tends to put out really great products on stage. Oh. Uh. Which is the apology for his terrible, terribleness in other ways. Yeah. So like they don't want to stop winning awards, and they don't want to stop having you know these fantastic sets that make everybody cry. But then at the same time, it's like well. He's like going, he's like doubling the budget. You, you say, here's the budget, and then he doubles it. And that's how you get the fantastic set. So which is it? Do you want to pay more for the set? Or, yeah. Or you could stop telling him 2500 when he's going to turn in receipts for $5,000. But it looks amazing. I don't yeah. know. If, yeah. There's a lot there. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> Boy, oh boy! All right, what else is going on, Zach? How was your How was your work week? It was interesting. Um, my uh, the pharmacy manager is on vacation, so that's always interesting. Just just because then, if, you know, nothing happened, but I'm technically when he's gone, I'm the one. Well, I need to turn this down. As I'm talking, I'm doing my Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you convince you convince me to 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 do that as well. I try and every night when we're sitting here now, I try and do that. Um, but anyways, unless the manager is on vacation, so that just means I have to make sure to you know check the emails, blah blah blah. Okay. But otherwise, it's not too different. If anything, sometimes it's even easier than than a uh, than a normal week because um, he he just spends a lot of I, I love him, but he spends a lot of time doing the managerial stuff more than I think he necessarily needs to. Mm. And so it just sometimes runs smoother when when he's not there sometimes because sure. I don't spend as long doing the managerial stuff. Because some of it's stuff I just don't have to do and it can wait till he gets back. So Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of jobs like that where it's just like, yeah, I can... I can take this one hour job and turn it into three hours by really yeah. paying attention. Like it's, that's one of those things where it's like, it's not like it's unuseful what I'm doing. It's just that there are more useful things I could be doing probably. 
So like your manager yeah. is he is he also a pharmacist? So does he yeah, need to be yeah. filling prescriptions and things like that in addition to doing the managerial stuff? Yeah, exactly. Okay. And so that's where the that's where the that's where the the I shouldn't say issue, but that's where some some of the time time crunch can come from is mm-hmm. that you know when um, he's gone and I'm stuck doing it, some of it's just stuff I just don't have to do because he makes sure he does before he goes. Okay. But that means that he spends an extra couple hours doing that the week before, so the week before is really rough. Mm. And then the week he's gone is pretty easy because I'm not having to deal with any of that. Okay. That's interesting. So sometimes it's almost like it would be better better to just let me deal with some of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it yeah. I'm only saying it because I know no one that I work with will ever listen to this. That's fair. I used to, when I worked at Lowe's, I was, I was the master of doing the least amount of work possible, but appearing to do so much work. (laughs) But, and so part of appearing to do a lot of work when you, I had a, like a floater job. So I was, it was never like I was meant to be in this place at this time. I was sort of wherever I was needed at all times. Okay. So that that made it very easy to um, disappear. So like I would go pretend to poop. I don't know if I've covered this before, but before uh, every break, I would go pretend to poop, and I okay. would mainly go in a bathroom stall. I would take my pants down and everything, but I'd go in a bathroom stall and I would. Damn it, Harry Potter! I'm trying to do that too while I'm talking. <laughs> um. So I go in a bathroom stall, take my pants down, text people, and play like games on my phone. Okay. And then, so but the way, I, but the way I would do it to do to maximize my use of my time is I would go pretend to poop, then I would clock out for my break, take my break, then clock in for my break, go pretend to poop, and go back to work. So my fifteen minute break easily became a half hour, if not forty five minutes. Yeah, and then yeah, cause, you know bathroom doesn't get counted into that. Yeah, exactly. That's just me going to the bathroom on company time, which is okay. Yeah. But then um, the person who processed returns at one point went on vacation for a week. And so they taught me how to process returns. Um, And the returns being return to manufacturer returns because some things when they are returned, you can't put them back on the shelf. You have to send them back to who made them. Okay. And so she taught me how to do that. So then she worked a very specific set of hours. So sometimes I would just go in her cage and start processing returns even past her vacation just to make sure that uh just to make sure that was done even though that was something like there was someone whose entire job it was to do that but <laughs> when she wasn't there I'd, I'd get in there i'd you know don't worry i got this i'll, I'll make sure that these don't pile up too high <sighs> yeah <laughs> and another good use of time to really draw out the clock is to go collect carts in the parking lot oh god yeah because i remember it yeah you can take your time i mean some of those carts get pretty far yeah that was always yeah exactly that that was always if if i i mean i've always my 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 dad worked for the for the you know i worked it for save mart as a bagger in case the people that listen don't know that so my dad was a manager at the time, obviously not at the store I was at, but for the company. So I always had to make sure I wasn't being too bad of an employee. But that, you know, that was something all the all the baggers knew is that if you ever wanted to be out there a little bit extra longer, you could, you know, 
someone always drags a cart to the opposite side of you know no man's land you know five minute walk away and so you can always go there as long as it's not busy if it's busy you're going to get yelled at when you finally wander back in (laughs) so i would go the extra mile and uh i i worked at the trinity parkway lowe's and sometimes our carts would end up in the Target parking lot that was oh, next to us. And sometimes Target ones would end up in ours, and I'd always go push them over to the Target area. Oh, my God. But every now and then, when the store was really not busy, because th- that store is and was the least busy Lowe's that exists, period. Yeah, it's always empty. In N- nobody goes to that Lowe's. But the people who do spend a lot of money, and that's how the place stays in business. Um, hmm. But... So sometimes I would go clear down to the other end of Trinity Parkway just to make sure there weren't any Lowe's carts. <laughs> and let me tell you, Zach, oh sometimes there were Lowe's carts all the way down at the other end of really? Trinity Parkway. Yes. Oh my god! Like by where, like where, like the Jamba Juice place is mm-hmm. that? Oh all my the way, god. all the way to the other end. I would use my truck for that because sometimes it would be like, well, I worked there over a summer, so it was very hot. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. And that's a hundred degrees outside. You don't. Want, that's like a, easily like a quarter of a mile walk, yeah. if not more. So I, that's I would take my truck with the air conditioner on. But I felt like that was a good use of company time to get in my truck and go collect all the, all of the carts that. Yeah, made especially their way. in the middle of the day in the summer. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like the store's going to be busy. People aren't lining up to go to the go to Lowe's and load a bunch of shit when it's 110 degrees outside yeah so i one time when i worked at sat um a save mark cart ended up in our parking lot oh my god some homeless person just dumped it or something something like that so i called the number on the s mark cart and it turned out to be i think the one where you work which is really really far from stockton civic theater oh my god yeah and i'm sure the reality was that the cart was actually from the s mart that's a couple blocks away from sct where you first started working and it just it on paper belonged to this hammer ranch store but it just had lived its life at the the brookside store yeah, because I mean that you know, there people will sometimes like pick them up, and I think they uh, like um, don't. I don't know if they still do it. It's been a while since I've seen them, but there used to be this guy in this truck that would just go around looking for stores shopping carts, and I think the stores would pay him to bring them back. And oh, so, like, if they got is... like okay. the Save Mart cart, then they would just pretty much take them to whatever Save Mart, and so even you know. Like you were just saying, you know, when I was at the Quail Lake store, we constantly would get, you know, Hammer Ranch or Alpine carts and vice versa. It's just whatever carts he had on him when he stopped by your store. Yeah, exactly. That adds up with the rest of the story. So I Yes, call- I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Um, so I call the number on the cart and it turns out it's Hammer Ranch. I'm like, oh, man, like, that's weird. It ended up really far away. I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I, I have no more information other than your cart is here. What do you want me to do with it? <laughs> they're like, we'll send someone to pick it up. And then it was just some guy in a pickup truck who came to pick it up. And so I assumed that they like sent an employee in their pickup truck, but they probably called that guy that you're talking about. It could have been either way. Yeah. But I just stuck it out on the road. And then someone in a pickup truck came by an hour later and put it in the back of their truck. And that was the end of it being my problem. So I didn't really think about it too much after that. (laughs) Either it was a guy or maybe like a, uh, 
someone in man- management or something that had time on their hands, maybe. Yeah. One and picked it up. Who knows? And being, uh, was it called a gold brick? Wait, what? I'm writing in our, our show notes, and so I'm saying the discussion today is old jobs and being, I think it's being a gold brick. A gold brick? I'm, I'm lost. Uh, gold brick is, uh, it's a verb. Gold bricking is inventing excuses to avoid a task. Oh, okay. So I need to get the space out of there and just say. Oh, okay. Something that appears to be valuable, but is actually worthless. Okay. Yeah. A gold brick. I learned that huh. from just watching lots of mash because when soldiers oh. <laughs> are shirking their duties that said that they are gold bricking. Oh, Okay. While, while we're on the subject, then, and this is about a coworker. Yeah. So I do have to say, you know, a lot of time, like, you know, me and the me and the manager, we pretty much never take our breaks because there's always something, go, you know, going on. We just figure, you know, throughout the day, if we stop and get a drink of water, even though technically that's not a break, you know, whatever. We, we don't really work a physical job, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, if you don't have a problem with it, then it's not a problem. If you had a problem yeah, with exactly. it, then you could just go take your break. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but one, it just you talking about your thing with the bathroom reminded me of it because we, you know, at our location we have a. It used to be at a public restroom, but it got turned into an employee-only restroom uh, right next to it, right next to the pharmacy. Hmm. And so we have, you know, one of our employees. She will, when she doesn't want to take a while, she will just go to that bathroom. But whenever she wants to take a break without saying she's taking a break, she will walk to the bathroom in, bathroom in the back and be gone for 15 minutes. Ah. And, you know, obviously she's not just going to the bathroom for 15 minutes because we've even, every once in a while, one of the other employees had to go to the bathroom and, you know, they'll see her back there, you know, was talking to someone in the break room or whatnot. Or sometimes, you, you know, she'll go to the bathroom and then all of a sudden she'll be coming back from the opposite side of the store with like the bakery delis at mm-hmm. with some food. And so it just it just reminded me of what you were saying. Yeah. It's not a big deal, but it's like, you know, don't don't just say that you're not taking your break and you're going to the bathroom. Just say you're going to go to the bathroom and take your break. Yeah. Just, just do both. It'll be fine. Yeah. No one's going to be mad as long as there's not some mad rush and we really, really need you. Yeah, and if and if that's the case, we you know at least I would be more irritated that you say you're going to go to the bathroom and you're gone for twenty minutes instead of saying you're going to go to the bathroom and take a quick break. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if you're just going to the bathroom, then I'm gonna you know generally expect you back in the next five to ten minutes. <laughs> because, yeah. Because for the most part, if you're going to the bathroom, you're not you know. Sitting there trying to push it out for 15 minutes, you're going over <laughs> into the bathroom and then you're done. <laughs> exactly. I uh, Lowe's was the last place I worked where they sort of metered when you took breaks and stuff. And Lowe's has a dedicated HR department at every different store. And department's a strong word for the HR manager. But every store has someone who is in charge of human resources, whose job it is to like keep track of making sure people are getting their breaks and stuff like oh, that, and they're not oh. abusing breaks. Um, so we would have to literally clock out for a fifteen-minute break. You have to. Go, oh my god! You guys had to clock out for your breaks. Well, clock out. It, we were still paid because you cannot. No, no, yeah. yeah but in you had to. California mm-hmm. kind of goes, goes to our little text conversation earlier, but in California, you're. You know, you get your breaks. Yes. Paid, yeah. In our crazy liberal utopia that yeah. 
everyone's like losing their shit over the Amazon $15 an hour wage. And it's like, well, that's pretty close to what it is right now. And, uh, that's what it'll be in a couple of years. So sure. Yeah. And then I, you know, not to derail what we were just talking about, but I think I saw an article the next day after that came out that Amazon was doing that, but then they were like quietly going to be, um, reducing, like getting rid of bonuses and stock options and things like that. Yeah, they did exactly that. So as far as the company is concerned, they are still out the exact same amount of money from before they were paying what they were paying and what they're paying now. They, they caught all all those you know nice nice headlines, but then they're doing that and you know like they're I think they're headquartered in Seattle and Seattle mm-hmm. Seattle is also raising their minimum wage to fifteen dollars. So some of the places where they're like have the biggest biggest presence they're already going to be forced to do that anyways yep so you know i mean i guess it's good on them for for doing that but at the same time i don't get all of the goodwill i was seeing because it's like you know they're going to be forced to pretty much do this anyways oh yeah like the entirety of the west coast so why why are we why are we clapping Clapping mm-hmm. so hard for them when their employees literally like have to pee in jars and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, there's but there's anyways, a lot there. There's a anyways, lot there. <laughs> try not to derail it. I'm, try not to derail it too much into the political landscape. <laughs> I don't fully remember my entire point, but we did have to go clock out for the breaks. And uh, oh, that was the last time I had a job where it was like that closely monitored whether or not you were taking breaks and stuff. Because every job I've had since then, they're just sort of like, well, you know, we figure we're, you're going to take a break. If you need a break, go ahead and take it. Yeah, but, that's pretty much how, how how we are, too. Yeah. The nice thing about working for the school, with this, with working at a school, is like, basically, it's just like, well, these are the things that need to be done. And in between, it's whatever you want. So, like, on Saturday, yesterday, I had to be at work at noon. And then there were things to do until about four. And then I had to, I had to be there again by about five and there were things to do until about 10. And so basically it's just like, there's, there are no breaks involved. Like no one said, okay, you can, you go on your break or whatever, mostly because I don't really have a boss. (laughs) There's no one who's actually in charge of what I do. Yeah. There are people who can offer their opinions and draw some lines in the sand but as far as like day to day i don't have a boss yeah so it's just like it's like as long as you're doing a good job then Mm -hmm. you just do your thing yeah yeah and that was just my day and it's the it's the school play the kids are really on top of it as far as all the tech for it so once the like curtain opens and the play starts that's how i was able to finish your dad's book because i sat down and i (laughs) read his book And there were like two times where they're like, Hey, can you help us? And then I helped them for 10 seconds. And then I went back to reading the book and that's, that, that's just how the day went. So I, who needs, who needs breaks? Yeah. But yeah, no, the, seriously, that's awesome. This, this $15 an hour minimum wage is going to, it's going to be interesting when it hits that. Cause there are a lot yeah. of smaller industries that are going to need to figure out what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's going to be interesting both for that aspect and also to see what it ends up doing for a lot of like large industries that the technology for automation is already there, but they just haven't yet because it's cheaper to just underpay people. Mm-hmm. 
but now that they actually have to pay people and be considered more of a living wage to see what they're going to do in terms of automation. Yeah. And, then, and there's some interesting aspects to the minimum wage thing. Cause I keep thinking about like the difference between federal and state. Hmm. So in a few years, the California state minimum wage will be $15 an hour and federal minimum wage is currently seven twenty-five and does not show any signs of going up. And if, even if it does, it won't be going up by a lot. No. Um, but well, it'll never go, it'll never grow up and go up as long as, uh, our current, uh, administration is. Yeah. Correct. But then the argument can be made that, um, the cost of living is so high in Washington and in California and things like that, that we need a more than double minimum wage based on people like Missouri, where this year they raised their minimum wage to seven eighty five. Yeah, no, exactly. And the, you know, you having a federal minimum wage of $15 an hour would probably be overkill mm-hmm. the way most of the country is. Mm-hmm. It really should be more of a state-by-state basis. I think the issue is that states that aren't more liberal don't really have the belief in a minimum wage and seem to think that the market will solve everything. There are three states that have minimum wages below federal because of state laws. And there are one, two, three, four, five states that do not have any laws regarding minimum wage, so they just stick with whatever... Federal Whatever is. the federal is, yeah. The lowest minimum wage is Montana, four dollars an hour. Holy oh, shit! In 2018. Jesus. Like that, I can't even imagine. And then like Georgia, four dollars, right? Georgia and Wyoming are tied at five dollars and fifteen cents. Like even if you lived in the middle of nowhere, like living off of that. Well, in both cases, when I was a 10 year old babysitting other kids for money. I, I made at least $5 an hour, if not more. Yeah. I just can't think of any like human labor that an adult would do that is worth that little. Yeah. Well, in general, these places in Florida used to be this bad, but these places do this because they, the only people who are paid actual minimum wage are uh, servers. And so they assume that servers will make up the difference in tips. Oh, I see. Which is um, a bad rule. Yes. Because tips are already wrong. Yes. I would much rather, like, servers be paid, like, a good wage, and then tipping was an optional thing to reward exceptional service. Exactly. That's what it should be, and that's 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 the weird dichotomy where some people are like, well, I don't tip because it's wrong. Like, well, you're not solving the problem when you do that. Yeah, you need to, like, either, like, get politicians to change it or elect people to change it because at that point you're just punishing the servers exactly you're punishing this poor person who's maybe working three jobs and trying to like support their kids or whatever instead tip everybody and uh vote every vote yes every time they they say should we raise the minimum wage yeah exactly i agree 100 percent. that's why i always try and like unless I get awful service, I try and tip oh, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, the tipping tipping is required even though it's wrong. Yes. <laughs> you hear that, listeners? Go out and tip. <laughs> I always I always guess what twenty percent is, and then I round up. 
yeah, to I the nearest five too. or zero. Yeah. And any, any average to good service, I always do 15 to 20. And then if it's, if it's really good, then sometimes I'll do like 25. Yeah. And then even if it's like a little bit below average, I still try and I've never not tipped. I have in my younger years before I oh, okay. well, that had funny. a tip based job. Yeah, that's understandable. I mean, when I was, as as I think through our convers- through our conversations on here over the last, uh, is it a year now? I don't know. Uh, around but there. Over the last nearly year, I lived a much more sheltered life than either you or Gene. So I was never in a situation where I had to worry about tipping, uh. really, until I was older with a job. Because... You know, when I was younger and I'd go out with you guys or whatever, it was normally fast food, which is normally not something that you tip with, or Mongolian where a tip mm. was like a dollar. <laughs> yeah, well, normally we'd have that terrible waitress who would who's always terrible to me, and she's still there somehow, and she's still terrible. Yeah, no, no the, the service there isn't good. That's why if yeah. I spent $10, I felt justified just giving a dollar. Yeah. At this point, though, when I go to Mongolian, I bring cash so I can give it to the people who are actually cooking. Hmm. That's a good idea. Because they have a little tip bucket there, so you throw That's them like five bucks, and and everything's good. And they're the ones actually doing the right the bit of work we re- required there. Because I yeah. mean, really, they're not. It's not like a normal traditional sit down restaurant there. No. The server is not really doing a whole lot other than bringing you your water and some rice. Right. You prepare your meal, and then these people cook it, and then yeah. there's a server there who hands you some rice. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> it's only a step a step different than, than McDonald's yeah. in terms of what the server has to do. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Whew. Let's see. I'm looking at Montana minimum wage. Apparently, that other article I was looking at was a little incorrect, and in, because if you don't have a serving job, minimum wage is eight fifty eight thirty. Oh, okay. Well, that's not as bad, but that's still bad that I do that to, to serving people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we, we just spent five minutes ranting about that, so I won't go back to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> Man, Montana has a terrible state flag. Does it? Yeah, it's a blue field, and it says Montana, and then there's a circle in it oh with their whatever crest, a river and a waterfall and some mountains. And a pick and a shovel, and it says Oro y Plata, which I'm assuming means gold and flat. Huh. Oro y Plata means gold and silver. I don't know. State flags are interesting. Arizona has the best state flag in the Union. I think that is, that is pretty good, yeah. Arizona has that awesome... The star and the... The star, it's like a sunset, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like their flag. Off the top of my head, the ones that come to mind that I've liked are theirs. Um, I do like Colorado's. I know, I think it's kind of considered controversial to like it, but I do like theirs. It it looks Um, like a presidential seal, maybe? What is that? It's like a a sea with a gold... Oh, uh, I'm looking at Utah. Yes, Colorado's is kind of cool. Um, I'm very biased, but I do like California's a lot. Yeah, me too. 
Um, I don't know if it necessarily needs to say California Republic because it's it's very it's very distinct anyways with the with the bear on it, but and I do like it. Did you know that we ratified that flag a few years after the last grizzly bear in California was killed? Oh my god, that makes it an voice. <laughs> Though I'll I'll stop going on about flags for a minute and say I actually read an article. It's funny you bring that up. I read an article not too long ago that they were looking at reintroducing grizzly bears to California. Well, it turns out they're like they're they're doing well in Yellowstone, and some of them are kind of migrating here anyway. Really? Yeah, that's good. I know wolves are definitely doing it. Yes, um, I think California now has two or three, um, two or three uh, wolf packs in the last I heard, Whoa. which is awesome. This is a badass flag. I wish I knew what state that was. Is that Pennsylvania? No, it's not Pennsylvania. When you when you get a chance, the you don't have to look at it now. But the the article I sent you was was uh, one of the articles I had seen about them reintroducing huh. uh, bears to California, Maryland, Pennsylvania like, specifically. No, it's Maryland. Maryland has a badass like Renaissance flag. Let's see that. Family crest of the Calvert and Crossland families. Oh, that is pretty cool. Apparently, it's the same flag they've had since they were an English colony in 1634. Wow. <laughs> That's a badass flag. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Anything else that's, that looks any good? South Carolina has Alaska a palm tree and a moon. Alaska's is pretty good. There we go. With the nice through through the looking of this, I have found that there is a whole a whole subreddit devoted to flags. Oh, is that right? Ve- I don't know how to pronounce it. Vexillology. Vex. V e x i l l o l o g y. I don't know if it's like there must be a the scientific fancy word for the like study of flags. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. And the second result on Google is Reddit. Reddit r slash vexillology. These these guys uh, like making flags. They really do. Flag of Norway, but Romans practices death by hanging. And I'm not used to looking at Reddit on the computer, so it oh. <laughs> it's very different. Golden eagle yeah. flag for Mexico. Huh. The flags in one line is a is a very common meme right now for vexillology. I've seen this a lot on the front page or on whatever oh, you call right. it, whatever you call the thing where I swipe over and it's popular. I sort by popular and oh yeah, look and then sort by new because I'm a hero. <laughs> I still don't know how you do that. It's tough. There's a lot of garbage. There's a lot of refreshing also. <laughs> Luckily, there's only so much they show you. They only show you like 20 posts when you sort by new, and then you have to refresh. Oh, okay. So yeah, it's, it's easier. To do, to do, to do. Yeah, yeah, flags. Yeah. I love the Arizona flag. Did I already tell you? I think I might have mentioned it on a previous podcast, but my friend Jesse for my birthday gave me a replacement for my um, Arizona flag shot glass that I lost at, at a party. Oh, you lost that? Yeah. 
years ago I lost it. So he gave me a new one, and now I have a new Arizona flag shot class because it's the best state flag in the Union. My wife is here, very quietly putting her things in her bag. <laughs> tiptoeing I can't hear it all. Setting computers down. I like how you're narrating her every action. Telling me that her computer's dead. I'm going to plug her <laughs> computer in because I'm again a hero. You are. Well, so brave. So brave. I'm going to take the power source out of my computer that we're recording on and plug it into hers. Oh, no, man. I know. How do I do it? I don't know. <laughs> You're just so brave. I'm so, so brave. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of... Did, uh, did you happen to see the uh, the rocket tonight? Um, No, but I was shown a picture that my in-laws took because apparently they saw it in their backyard. Did you see it? Yes, I was actually taking a walk with my dad, and on the way back, I saw it. I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> and then, you know, our, you know, Brian's still interested in all that shit, so he had actually sent a snap of it. And then my brother had seen something on, I think he said the Californian subreddit about it. So, were there people on this one? Uh, I have no idea. Let's see their Twitter here, Falcon Nine. Yeah. I don't... What the hell? SpaceX Falcon 9? Was that it? I think so. In, like, Santa Barbara. Um, Oh, they were landing. A rocket. Flight the way, blah, 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 blah. Rocket landing. They would attempt to land the vehicle on a concrete landing pad near the launch site. Not a drone ship in the ocean this time. Oh, so they were testing being able to come back and land on the ground. Oh, okay. Instead of that, yeah. that's that's the really amazing thing about the SpaceX stuff, is that like NASA was always like, yeah, we don't need to think about it. We'll just drop it in the ocean about every single aspect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> SpaceX is like, oh no, yeah, the fuel pods come back and they fly themselves back down and then they land themselves. Yeah, that was. I remember seeing like videos of the things landing in the you know, on the on the pods in the ocean, and that was just amazing, insane. amazing, and autonomously. They didn't have pilots. They was just they just did it. Yeah, I mean, it really is just crazy. Jeez. Whew, took another shot. All right. Ooh, what are you drinking tonight? I am. I, drinking. I realized that we talked about what I was drinking. <laughs> Same. Not about what you were drinking. Well, it's 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 pretty rarely different. It's Canadian Club. Oh, okay. Premium extra aged blended Canadian whiskey imported 1858. Won gold in the 2013 International Spirits Challenge. Seems like five years later they need to take that off the packaging of their bottle. Yeah, but no, they're probably going to keep it on there forever. International Spirits Challenge. Well, now I need to look at what that is because this is not great. It's good. International Spirits Challenge. It's a 23-year-old thing. And let's see. So they won in 2013. Now I need to... Now I want to look at results timetable. You know, I'm not sure if you saw this when you're looking at state flags, but when you're done looking at 
I just happen to notice this as I was closing one of the tabs, but when you're done looking at that, you mm. should Google Mississippi's flag. Oh, is it one of those flags that it's Very basically? Is it is it like a photo negative of the Confederate flag? It, it basically where the where the stars are in the in the American flag. It has a has a, a little mini Confederate symbol. Mississippi is the worst state in the union, and I don't care if we lose listeners over it. Do we have anyone in Mississippi listening? We can find out real quick, but I can tell you for sure that Mississippi is the worst state in the union. I need all these tabs so I can't close them to find out if we have any listeners there. Sign in. Anyways, I I didn't mean to to derail the... No, uh, no, no. Now we're on Mississippi. And then right. we go back to the to the whiskey club thing. Oh no, that's that's open in another tab. All right, so let's okay, see yeah. here. I didn't want to lose our progress on that. Oh, you want to hear all the countries that download our uh, our podcast? That would be amazing. United States, China, unknown, <laughs> France, Finland, Canada, Germany. Oh, okay. So the Germans, thirty-four downloads in Germany. Wow. They will really enjoy my German yeah. pronunciation. Um. We have zero listeners in Mississippi. Okay. We, we didn't lose anyone, then. That's fine. That's good. All right. You know, to be honest, if we were going to lose anyone in Mississippi, we we would have lost them long, long ago <laughs> because we we mentioned Trump in the negative light before. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So this year, for the International Spirits Challenge, Gibson's Finest won a bunch of categories. Uh, Woodford Reserve, Kentucky Straight. Sure, sure. The Notch, Cactican. I have no idea what that is. That one, Rye. Jim Beam, Rye. One silver. That's unfortunate, because Jim Beam sucks. Do, like, all the nice ones just not go into this contest? Based on what I'm seeing, that is correct. Okay. Because I mostly haven't heard of any of these. Except Jim Beam. Jim Beam is winning a lot of things. Buffalo Trace is good. I'm looking at Gibson's, and it doesn't seem like it's bad, but it doesn't seem like it's like good. Maker's Mark is in here. I so I think it's probably one of these very low end things that some people decide to enter. Yeah, or a lot of the big name ones, and then the the more like fancy ones just don't bother with. They yeah. probably have their their own little fancy one that they do. Mm-hmm. Like your Jameson. Jameson. Jameson has no worries in the world. Do you know yeah. how how long? I mean, I think it's Jameson. All right, hang on. Let me just check my facts. Jameson, Lise, my daughter is crying. I was just going to say there's an unhappy baby in the house. Yes, there is. I don't know, don't know if I can really call her a baby anymore. Damn, she's almost two years old. She's almost two years old. There's nothing found for Lise. Maybe it's Guinness. Guinness, da, 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 da. I need the Wikipedia, and then I need to hit Control F to find in page one match. Yes. Okay, so Guinness. Do you know how long the lease is on the Guinness building? Because Guinness doesn't own their storehouse. Really? They don't. Uh, how long is the lease? Arthur Guinness. Fifty years. Arthur Guinness signed a nine thousand year lease. Oh my god. In 1759, he signed a 9,000-year lease at 45 pounds, because at the time they were part of the British Isles, per year for an unused brewery. Apparently, it used to be used, and then he came in and and rented it. So someone else still owns 
the Guinness building, but it's under a lease for 9,000 years. For pennies on the dollar. For pennies, pennies on the dollar. I'm sure they probably, at this point, at this point, probably uh, Guinness really does own the building because they probably just bought the company that owns it. But Yeah, or if they really wanted to, I'm sure they could buy it out. But honestly, yeah. if you have a, a lease that's not that generous yeah. and that the state is going to honor, why would you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's. I think at this point it really makes it just mostly a good story. Yeah. But yeah, it's real. It's, that is a good story. Uh, yeah, it's a 9,000-year lease. Ten years later, he first exported his ale. He shipped six and a half barrels to England. I'm just thinking, like, why? Why? I'm just trying to think of the logistics of a 9,000-year lease. <laughs> I just don't know why anyone would sign that yep. or put it forward. But, you know, like you said, it makes for a good story. Makes for a good story. They probably were expecting that he would go out of business within 20 years. Yeah. That, that's fair. And uh, here we are, th- <laughs> almost uh, tw- 250 years later, about, just about. One, a very popular place, yeah. That's yeah. one, <laughs> one of the most popular beers in the world. It's, it may be the most popular beer in the world. I was just about ready to Google that. Budweiser may have them. Okay, let's see. Finances online. Totally reputable. Let's do Business Insider instead. Oh, they always start with number 10 first. Yeah, that's the worst. What the fuck? Snow. Is that the Chinese one? I'm trying to find out. Uh, it must be, yeah. The power of snow is drawing the attention of other beer giants. Early in August, Heineken announced plans to take 40% stake in CRH Beer Limited, the largest beer producer in China and snow's parent company. Yeah, okay, so that's how they got popular, is being a Chinese beer. All right. Then Budweiser. Yeah. Are you looking at the same article? I am. I am. Budweiser. I'm not going to pronounce the Seva. Singtao. And that makes sense. I don't know why I was so confused at first. <laughs> so far, I'm at three beers on this list. I'm at number seven. I'm at three beers I've never uh, seen, heard of, or tasted. Four. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Guinness did not make the top ten. Huh. I can see it now. I'm actually popular. surprised that Corona is as far down the list as it is, but... It might be only a thing in like the U.S. Yeah, that could be, or even like a California thing, because like yeah, or even a California thing. That's true. As it turns out, because I had this issue with IPAs a few years back, because I love an IPA, and the East Coast and Eng- and England and you know the British Isles and stuff, they all had a different idea of what IPAs were, because they really? had, in in all reality they had the correct idea because the I stands for India and this was just some this is something that had been around for hundreds of years it was an India pale ale it was something yeah. that came from India so they were doing it one way that I hated it was all malt no hop but on the oh. west coast we were doing all hop no malt yeah 
So then at one point... I'd be very confused if I went somewhere and got that. So I got this Goose Island IPA, and I was like, oh, boy. It was terrible, this Goose Island IPA, because... Okay. Ooh, everything okay? Yep. My wife had to jump up to get something that I stuck up in the rafters of the room because I can reach it and she can't. She was jumping and I thought I would have to get up and help her. I didn't. Okay. (laughs) So, um, this Goose Island IPA was terrible and it turns out it was like super popular. But then over the course of the last three, four years, the West Coast IPA has swept. And so even when we went to Ireland, they had all these made in Ireland IPAs that were the new style and everyone was like this is the new style of IPA they were telling us all about it. they were all excited this new style of IPA it's so good and I'd try it and I'd be like yeah this is just West Coast IPA this is just the correct way to make IPAs because <laughs> the other way sucked There's, yeah the only way you've, you've known yeah because <laughs> I fell in love with Lagunitas as the IPA and then then it opened a whole world of yeah. what beer could be Oop. Lagunitas is still kind of my go-to, though. Right now, I have a bunch of uh, hazy from um, Sierra Nevada. That's pretty good. Mm, yeah, the hazies are. I, I don't like. They usually overdo the oh, mango. Don't? The mangoes are is usually oh. too much in the hazies. The um, but yeah. So for me, Lagunitas IPA is like that's like coming home. I always know that's going to be good. I'll go out yeah. there and I'll and I'll try all these, all these other ones. I want to. It's a cute whore beer. There's this, there's <laughs> our favorite beer that we tried in Ireland was called cute whore IPA, but the I stood for Irish. It was an Irish pale ale. And That's so hilarious. we Irish have a sneaky admiration for someone who can get one over on authority, a trait that is inherently ingrained in all of us. We admire the underdog, love a raconteur and have a soft spot for a rogue. Cute whore is the expression of all of the above. Yeah, so they had it as an IPA or a redhead ale. It was so good. It was a little maltier than I like, but that was every single beer in Ireland. Oh. <laughs> Taking a while to, to, to catch up. <laughs> yeah. So, but while we were there, I kept thinking, you know what? I think these glasses that we keep getting our beers in are bigger than we get in America. We couldn't find any cute whore glasses because apparently people steal them all the time. Which oh, I can understand. Shit. It's a very cool name. Yeah. So instead of having cute whore glasses, all the places that had it on tap just had glasses for the brewery, which is called, I can tell you because I'm drinking out of one. It's called something. Oh, they don't actually have the name of the brewery on here. It just really? says where mischief flows. It's brewed by Heineken, Ireland. No, it's something else. <laughs> or maybe it is Heineken, Ireland. Where? Hey, who makes cute whore? Apparently, it's Heineken, Ireland. That was not the case when we were there. I promise. I don't know. Anyway. Your your whore world just got turned upside down. Yeah. So anyway, we have these cute whore glasses that don't say cute whore. It's a glass that has some eyes, like giving a side eye. And then on the back, it says where mischief flows. When we stole them from bars, we just stuck them in our bags while we were drinking. We would finish a beer, stick it in our bag, and then go, okay, see you later. (laughs) And they are absolutely way bigger than the American ones. They fit um, almost 20 ounces in in, in them. It's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. Jeez. (laughs) Cute whore is made by Heineken. That can't be the case. It's ruining my life. But then again, Heineken owns Lagunitas. 
Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, it was a more it was a recent thing. That's why Lagunitas IPA started showing up in like Applebee's and like every bar around. Heineken purchased Lagunitas, but then the agreement is more like a partnership where Heineken is saying we will help you distribute worldwide. We just want to cut. Oh, okay. And we're not going to get involved in your process because what you're doing works. Yeah, that would be really dumb if they did. Yeah. So instead of like watering it down and making it another Budweiser, which I'm sure in, you know, 1902, Budweiser was probably a fairly good beer. At this point, it is not. Because it's been so homogenized just to be like the flavor that any anybody would like. So, yeah, and like to be accessible and all that. It's one yeah. of those things where they want it to be like you know what you're getting is part of it. And exactly. like you said, to be accessible because... Yeah. You know, they like, well, my whole family, for example, they pretty much no one in my family will drink an IPA because it's really like an acquired type of thing. Oh, totally. Just like, well, whiskey is the same thing. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. The first time I had, first time I had whiskey, I had to like choke it down. Yeah. I mean, and then immediately put like three ice cubes and, and a, a fair amount of water in it. Yeah. And, you know, now normally I don't put anything in it. Yeah, same. It's, it's, it, whiskeys and IPAs both, it just, it just takes a lot of choking it down before you go, oh, I get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which may sound kind of dumb. It does but... sound really dumb. <laughs> but I don't care. Those are my two favorite things to drink. Yeah, ex- same here. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I had just a like a pale or blonde ale. I mean, it just anymore, it's like so bland. We should try tap sometime again. Just they, you know, they or or go to that place that uh, Caps place. Oh yeah, so you like that overall? I did. It turns out, was I texting you right at the beginning, thinking that maybe the, the waitress was flirting? That, oh, you did not text me that. Okay, I texted someone that I don't remember who it was. Who who was the waitress? I'm just trying to get it because I I had two different waitresses on two different days I was there. So it turns out at first I was like, I can't tell if she's extra friendly and she wants me to be here or if she's flirting with me. And then as time went on, I discovered it was the owner's wife and she just wanted me to be there because they had recently fired all of their staff. Was she like a tall, blonde, pregnant lady? Was she pregnant? She was tall and blonde and she had a little pooch. I didn't know if she was pregnant or not. I'm not sure. The... It, it, that must have been the, because the first day, the first day I went there, there was a girl with like, kind not very like maybe about like a little bit shorter than me with like dirty blonde hair, yep. who was kind of not on top of things. But then, and she was a good one. She actually came out, but she was like hiding in the back. And then the second time was someone that was maybe a little bit taller than me with blonde hair. She was Solid. blonde. Whew. She was blondish. She was kind of moly. Um, she could have been I, pregnant or just had a belly. <laughs> okay, that's probably the second one because I don't. Second one. She I was pretty on top of things. The, I don't think the first one had had enough weight on her to ever be thought of as being pregnant. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. And so she she told me I. I, we, we we talked a lot because I was the only one sitting at the bar eating pizza and drinking beer, and uh, she told me that every single person they had hired because they hadn't been open very long um, 
was had been fired because they just weren't right for this or that reason. And so it was down to her and her husband and the good pizza chef. Wow. Yeah. She's like, yeah. So sometimes we get a little overwhelmed. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, can't no imagine. shit. But anyway, she was like really interested in how I found out about it. And I was like, Oh, my friend works just across the parking lot at the S Mart. And he told me about it. And she said, I've asked every single person who came in here and no one saw any of our ads. All of them heard about it from someone else. Yeah, no, I like I ended up getting an ad on my car for a coupon, so that's when we went back the second time. Hmm. But the first time was actually because one of my coworkers who, like on her hour-long lunches, she normally just, for some reason, wanders around the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And so she just happened to wander over there for some reason because oh. she'd heard that there was like a weed dispensary over there. Yeah, so she yeah. happened to wander over and then happened to notice assigned for that place and went in and said it was really cool because of all of the uh, different taps and whatnot. So, yeah. well, I, well I, I explained when I went in, when she was saying like, this is so crazy. I said, you know, the big thing to know about Stockton is that Stockton is a huge, huge town, but we have a small town attitude and I can't tell you why, but we do. Yeah. <laughs> and so all <laughs> the advertising in the world isn't going to help. It's going to be word of mouth that makes your business either thrive or fail. And also I gave her some tips about the beers because she was like, what kind of beer do you want? And I was like, well, you know, I'm thinking between three. She's like, oh, like your three favorites or something. I was like, well, no, this, um, none of it looks good except for these three. (laughs) I do have to say they, they did have a lot of IPAs when I was there. That seemed to be their main thing, but they had a good amount of IPAs, but they were, for me, I don't like hazies. Because yeah, there's always too much mango. There's a lot of hazies. Almost all the IPAs were yeah. hazy. There were like a good amount of them. double and triple IPAs. I don't like those either. I'm very oh, specific. Okay. I like I like Lagunitas, and so I just go to places and I try and order the thing that's closest to a Lagunitas. Have you had the uh, the Deschutes uh, single IPA? Is it the fresh squeezed? Yeah. Yes, I love it. I just had it earlier okay. today. Okay, I was gonna say because that's uh, when I when I went there. That's what I've gotten. I, that's what I got to when I was there. Oh. <laughs> But, That'd be awesome if they had Lagunitas. I don't, I don't think they did. But they had they had one thing from Lagunitas, but it was something crazy. Yeah. So she was asking me about like beers, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't like to brag, but I drink a lot of beer." <laughs> but so I was I was sort of giving her some tips on things, and I was like, "You know, there's the people in Stockton. They like they either like Budweiser and Coors and that kind of thing." Or they like to go deep on craft, and there's really nothing in between. And so yeah. keeping things on tap at a place like this, like a Heineken, like a Stella, stuff like that, you're just kind of wasting space for something that probably would sell a little better. And, and Do they have Heineken on tap? I didn't even notice. I don't think so. I, I don't know. It was hard to tell because half of the taps didn't have yeah. the pull handles That's- on them. I, I don't know if you noticed it in our text conversation, but I actually told James I got a free um, two-thirds of a Deschutes um, normal IPA because I wanted to try their Hazy. Mm. And the Hazy didn't have a thing on it yet, so she just automatically just saw Deschutes and started pouring. And she's like, wait, which yeah. one did you want again? Yeah. I was mansplaining the hell out of it the whole time I was there because I was looking at all their little things and she was complaining about how they didn't have taps for everything that they had beer for. And so I pulled up some things on Amazon. I was like, well, you can get these. They're really ornate. 
wooden handles with little chalkboards on top, and you can in chalk write what's on tap. Oh, I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have a kegerator, and that's what I have for my kegerator. Oh, okay. That's cool. So whatever's on tap, you just erase whatever it was before, and then you write in whatever it is now. And so for a place like that, that if in, in theory probably will have a lot of rotating taps, that's a really yeah. good way to go about things. That way they don't have to go through what they're currently going through with mm-hmm. a bunch of <laughs> taps of help really uh Yeah, because it just looks, it. it looks tacky when you have half nondescript yeah. black and half big ol' boys. We'll have to we'll have to go over there one day during a time when it's not as busy and maybe do some pool or something. Yeah, I'd I'd be into it. It was yeah. pretty empty at lunch and uh yeah, your lunch is just a little bit too early for me. We have weird hours, so I don't go to lunch. when I, The days I work early, I don't go to lunch till like between one thirty and like 2.30. In case you're wondering, I have solved the... I have solved it. The brewery is called Cute Whore. They make an oh, IPA okay. and a redhead ale. And so I was drinking Cute Whore IPA. I thought it was the name of the IPA, not the name of the company. And whore is H O O R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of googled it, but I just I thought the same thing when I just googled it. I didn't click on anything. I just googled it and saw cute whore IPA, and I thought, oh, the name of the IPA. I wonder who brews it. And I couldn't find out, so I stopped looking. Yep. Apparently, it's uh, it's the, the name of the IPA is Irish Pale Ale, and the. <laughs> <laughs> And the company is cute whore. So anyway, we have two cute whore glasses that are enormous, and I drink water out of them all day long. <laughs> cute whore beer in the USA. Ooh. Where did you find I'm, that? No, I'm, I'm, I'm Googling oh, it. Okay. I'll let you know if I find anything. I don't think I'm going to. If they're distributed by Heineken as well, it's going to show up sometime. Huh. Supposedly it's available in San Francisco. <gasps> Where? Bourbon and Branch? Wait, were you talking to me or were you? No, I was asking you. At the Bourbon and Branch? Uh, it says Ale Arsenal, Halford, IU Taproom, Refugee San Carlos, and Grape and Grain. Oh. I don't want that. I tried to search in near Stockton, and it said, "Whoops! Please select a suggested location." So I think that's its way of telling me, "Yeah, don't look in, don't look in the Central Valley." Oh, we got San Jose. Yeah. Do-do-do, on tap, on tap, on tap, on tap. So it's only on tap, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean San Jose and San Francisco—that's not that bad of a. I'm not going to go there trip. just to drink the beer, but no, um, no, I might stop here. on the. <laughs> well my my favorite thing anymore uh i'm not sure if we talked about it on here too much because i try and stay steer away from baseball normally because i don't think james is that interested in it yeah it seems that way but but uh me and my dad have started trying to go up to at least one or two giants games a year because we found that with an app called game time i don't know if it's just resale tickets or what but normally you can get like what we'll do is we'll just find the cheapest seats we can normally for like 10 bucks. Hmm. Um, just basically get us in the door. Yep. 
especially if they're not if they're not playing like a like a team like the Dodgers or something like that. And then you can just uh, go to the standing room only by the uh, wall out in right field, which is you know great great view. Yeah. And uh, then you know just drive to the Dublin Pleasanton Bart Station, Bart and walk to the stadium. And so you know that's uh, I'll have to look and see if any of these restaurants are anywhere near the wall AT and T. And if they are, I will stop there next year. There's that place called Strike Zone or something, the the bowling alley one that's right nearby, and they have all kinds of. Uh, I don't know. God, what is it called? <laughs> I went there. I I don't know because normally I, to be honest, I don't normally go too too many of the places around there because they're all so busy. They're so busy and they're so expensive. Okay, so the first place I on the list is Ale Arsenal, which is shows up for San Francisco, but it's actually closer to Menlo Park. Look at look at where it says oh. how many miles away. Yeah. Uh, they are all extremely far away. If you hit nearby, sense. you got a place called TT, which is somewhere. Yeah, if you hit nearby, there's a they're they're closer. Tornado Pub. This is what I wish I had. What was I trying to find recently? I don't remember. I wish I knew. I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> but it was something I was trying to find it, like where to buy this beer. It wasn't cute tour. What was it? It was something else. Because I've had this for things like like certain Sierra Nevada ales that because Sierra Nevada has like seventy five different beers that they make. Yeah, it's crazy. And so if you go on their website, you can find out where each one is sold, either on tap or um, in bottles. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I was able Ooh, Marina Market. No, that's probably pretty common. Yep, yeah, that's somewhere else. That's in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the one in Murata, which is called Murata Market. Marina Market is one by where you used to live. Yes, which uh, used to be kind of a shithole. I, I don't imagine it's any different. I was there six months ago. It is still a shithole. Yeah, I imagine so, yeah. Trying to remember where during, I, I think I told this story, so I'm not going to really go into it. But there was this place in San Francisco that um, me and my dad had breakfast at one day when we went to a Giants game. That was wasn't too bad because Pride was going on and everyone was over there. Mm. Trying to remember what it was because it was pretty good, but I don't remember. I don't care enough to find out. Yeah, I've had very few nice times in San Francisco. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's like like going to Giants games is great, but actually like running around the city, like some people just love going to San Francisco and running around the city. Oh, I just, I, yeah. I just don't like it, but I'm an old man and I've been an old man for a long time. <laughs> well, see, I don't, I don't like to drive into San Francisco. Oh no. <laughs> Fuck so, me gently. I, I haven't driven yeah. into San Francisco in years and I won't. <laughs> no. So that's one of those things where pretty much... You know, I like to take Barton, go to the Giants game. I like to walk to the Giants game because it's a really nice walk because you're right there along the bay. Mm-hmm. And then anything within walking distance, basically, of the Embarcadero Bart station, I'm good with. 
but anything that I can't walk to from BART, it's like, oh well. I want to, I want to get at least one of these numbers correct so that I can tell you. Um, I keep spelling Francisco wrong, but I'm going to keep going. Right. I can't find it. So anyway, I'm just going to, I'm just going to throw numbers out there. It's something like this in San Francisco. Let's say there are 100,000 parking spaces. There's probably more, but I'm just, let's just say there are a hundred thousand parking spaces. There are 125,000 people with handicapped parking, uh, whatever's little like, like the placards, placards or license plates are 125,000 people who have that. And so between them, it's just who can get to the space quicker, but that's the whole problem with San Francisco. It's just all these people in a car. And it's just like San Francisco is the only country or not only country. Sorry. <laughs> I knew you man. <laughs> I've been drinking. San Francisco is the really? only city in the United States. And I've never tried to travel around New York city, but they're the only city in the United States that I have been to that has solid public transit. Yeah, between like BART and and their Muni system and all that. I personally don't know why. Sorry, go ahead. I've been to Dublin. I've been to London. I've been to Paris. I've been to these places a few times. And it's incredibly easy to get around on the public transit. And in addition to that, everyone does it. So traffic is, you know, it's kind of bad because they're, they're still the people who insist on driving cars, but it's really not that bad because mostly the traffic is all these buses. So that's, I mean, that's what I don't get about San Francisco. Like Muni is amazing and BART is amazing. And it's this gift the people of San Francisco have been given of like something that's on time and works well and is clean ish. And they just don't use it because everyone wants to drive around in their stupid little Mercedes. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I would. I haven't talked about it in here before because once again, I try and avoid you know baseball. And, but I would kill or like uh, uh, anything that ran as frequently as Bart in Stockton to go towards the Bay Area. Oh my God! Yeah. Like if I could take the bus to downtown and then hop on something like a, a rail service. In theory, just, you can. I don't and know there if you, know you can, because Ace does yes. go to Livermore. Yes, but it's not the every fifteen minutes that Bart is. No, it's about three times a day. Yeah, so it take a lot more planning. Which you, yeah, you definitely could. Mm-hmm. But I, I am lazy, so I don't feel like doing all that. But like, if I could get on, basically, Ace, and spend two hours on Ace to get to like Livermore or Pleasanton. Mm-hmm. And then spend an hour and a half on BART to get to San Francisco, even though it would take a little bit longer, I would totally spend those three and a half hours just sitting on a train, not worrying about having to drive. Oh, exactly. Because you could sit there, you could take a nap, you could read a book, you could play games on your phone, whatever, whereas with driving, you're having to drive. I have a friend who does this. I have a friend who lives in Valley Springs and works in San Francisco. And every day that he goes into work, he has to wake up at like four because it takes about an hour to drive from Valley Springs to Stockton to get to the ACE station so that he can take the ACE train 
to the BART and then take the BART in and then take the Muni to work. And it's just this whole thing where every single workday for him goes from like 4 a.m. to 8 p.m. I honestly can't imagine that. Right. I mean, it was bad enough back when, like, and he has it way worse than I ever, ever have. But it was bad enough back, like, when I was doing my um, advanced rotations for pharmacy in Modesto, and I'd have to wake up at, like, Ugh. you know, 5 in the morning so that I could be there for the first round with the doctors. Yeah. But then at least I was done by, like, 5 p.m. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I you were at the Target, that. right, or something like that? No, well, that was um, I, I did do a rotation at Target, but that was my my introductory type of type of stuff mm-hmm. um, for like the actual like advanced rotations. It's six different rotations at six different sites. So for that that specific one, it was my internal medicine one, and so basically um, it was at the uh, doctor's hospital in Modesto, and we basically. Um, the doctors and the residents from the different medical schools would all have their uh, big powwow in the morning around, I want to say it was 6.45. Oh, my God. And so we had to be there, you know, for that. And then we'd have our, you know, with us, it's different in every at every site. But since our site had a bunch of residents, basically they would have a first-year resident, a second-year resident, and a third-year resident. And then we'd be attached onto, you know, that team. And then basically once a day, they'd have their attending physician that would then meet with the, with the four of us and go over what we were, we were doing, making sure that we weren't like killing people. Oh my God. <laughs> so that, that was, you know, obviously it was a good experience, but I'm not a morning person anyways. So it was a interesting, an interesting six weeks to say the least. Back to the Lowe's job. That's what that's what ended up making me not work there anymore. Oh, <sighs> I I had to report to work at five thirty in the morning. Oh shit! Yeah, no shit. That's the, like that was when I had to be there and ready to work, and they kept they kept. Um, <laughs> this is one of the the worst things about the job. They kept scheduling me on Sundays to work at 5.30. Now, every day of the week, other than Sunday, the store itself opened at 6. So there was always someone there at 5.30. There was like, there were hundreds of people there. There, Not hundreds, but there were a bunch of people there like getting ready for the store to open in a half hour. So when I showed up at 5.30, called the little number, someone would come out and open the door, no problem. On Sundays, when I would arrive at 5.30, because they kept scheduling me for 5.30, uh, the store opened at 7.30, so the store wasn't going to be open for two hours and I would have to somehow, somehow get a hold of this one really high up manager to come open the door for me because he was the only person in the store <laughs> so, <laughs> so that I could oh go waste time for an hour and a half until anyone else was there. That, oh, geez, that's so stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. <laughs> There's a lot God. of stupid stuff about that job. But yeah, that's why I ended up not having that job anymore. Because I got real tired of waking up at 4 every day to make sure I could be there by 5.30. Yeah, that's... I'm not I mean, a morning person. And so if I'm going to be at work at 5.30, I need at least an hour at home to just be. Yeah. And maybe shower. But just mostly stare at a wall and think, why am I awake? That, I mean, I don't know about you, but that's even me with... My with waking, you know, starting work at nine nine a.m. Oh yeah, is you know, 
it doesn't take me that long to get ready. I still get up. I try to be up between 7.20 and 7.40 because I have to spend at least 20 minutes with my glass of water just <laughs> staring at my phone. Yeah. Normally, I'm not doing anything on my phone. I'm just kind of staring at the home screen, yep. just waking up. No, I'm right there with you. I had last week, I had, uh, so I didn't have to be at work until about 8.30, but with the way daycare works, I had to be able to get my daughter up and get her ready and get her in the car and drop her off at daycare. And in addition to that, to drop her off at daycare, um, the daycare lady like picks kids up and drops them off at school. So if I wasn't going to drop her off at by 7.30, then I had to wait until 8.30. Which would make me very late for work. So I had yeah. to get my daughter there by 7.30. And so that would involve me waking up at like, oh God, like 6.30, 6.45. And I was so tired. My, my, my jewel of a wife is getting back into the swing of things, going and working out at the gym every morning. So every day she's waking up at like 4 and going to oh the gym. Oh my God. I don't know how she does it, but then again, no, she yeah. she falls asleep sitting up at eight p.m. So it's oh okay, you know trade off. Yeah, that's, that's the trade off. I I'm up till three a.m. playing my new Assassin's Creed game, and how is that? It's it's I it's mixed. Oh okay. I just made it past. You know how you have to play a little bit, and then like there's the big Assassin's Creed logo and everything. Yeah, because you have to play for a while to just establish it. I played for three hours before the Assassin's Creed logo showed oh up. I, I've been reading all the reviews, and I heard that it takes about ten hours to really to really get into it. But. I can believe it. I'm at probably six, and uh, it's it's mixed so far. There's some stuff where I'm having a lot of fun. There's some things where I keep doing things out of order, on accident, and so that's the that's the mixed blessing of turning your game from like follow this route to sort of open world. Yeah. Is that I might get confused and go off and do something that someone who's three levels ahead of me is supposed to be doing and get killed a bunch of times and be confused, (laughs) (laughs) which is something I all night. I spent last night all night trying to, to finish out this one location and I kept getting really close and then getting killed. Oh God. And then at a certain point I went, Oh shit. I was supposed to be way over here doing stuff that's much easier. (laughs) (laughs) I'm level six. These guys are all level nine and that's why they're killing me. And it's actually kind of amazing that I've been able to last as long as I have. As far as you have. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very good at dodging. So anyway, I'll let you know once I hit my 12 hours or whatever, if it's, if it's any good, the, the Egyptian one, the origins did not take this long before I was like, you know what? This is awesome. Okay. Yeah, I know you said that one was really good. And I was supposed to borrow it, and then I forgot. I still have it ready for you to borrow anytime you want. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see once I actually finally finally get a TV and a PS4 set up. So I, because they're, they're, once I bought my PS4, when, when I was in the GameStop looking, buying my PS4, I saw all the upcoming releases. And at the time, there was the, the Assassin's Creed that I now have. There was this yeah. the Spyro reboot that I will have. I will I will also have them, yes. And there was the Spider Man game and I kinda went, eh, yeah, we'll see. And now I feel like a sucker because I should have bought that Spider Man game. Everyone loves the Spider Man game. Yes. If you don't if you don't buy it before me, I will be buying that at some okay. point, so okay. you can always borrow it. Sure. 
because I've heard nothing but good things about it. The GameCube one was really awesome. I don't think you had a GameCube. I don't know what else they released uh, on. They may have released it on PS2. I definitely had a Spider-Man game or two on the PS2. That's probably the one I played. That one was awesome. It was. So I remember good. liking it, but I remember it being hard for me at least. Yeah. As I don't know if I ever beat it. As we've kind of explained to James in the past, I think you and I are at a very specific age where we tend towards enjoying Spider-Man more than maybe we should because Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies came out at such a pivotal time yeah. in our lives. Like eighth grade. Yeah. The first one came Amazing. out seventh grade. We were 12 years oh, old. Oh, was it? Yeah. And then I don't know if you know this, but my dad, Spider-Man, is his favorite hero anyways. I remember I didn't know he, that. <laughs> oh, okay. I remember he... Only slightly sarcastically, but I remember him saying that he could die happy after the Toby, first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. I believe that, because it was like the first actual Spider-Man movie, and it was live yeah. action, and it was really cool. Yeah, he was so pumped when that came out. In hindsight, it was a pretty bad movie, but I still watch that movie and enjoy the hell out of it. That was a Honestly, movie. I still think that and the second Tobey Maguire Spider-Man are both... I, I personally like them both still. Yeah. Our friend I Jesse went and watched the new Venom movie the other day. Oh, really? And what do you think of it? He loved it. He was telling me all about how how great it was, and I said, and he was like, "I'm so glad that there's finally like a good superhero movie or something like that." He said something along what? those lines. Yeah, S- exactly. So I said, Jesse, when you when you listen to this episode, <laughs> I don't know right. what you think. Because <laughs> that's right. Because he's now a listener, and he'll he'll yeah. hear this before long. So I said, "Well, have you like seen any of the Avengers movies?" Like thinking maybe that he just missed them. He was like, oh, yeah, I just don't like him because of whatever reason he gave. What? That was an incorrect reason. There's no there's no correct reason to dislike the Avengers movies, except maybe Age of Ultron. Well, Age of Ultron, there's there's a handful of them that I skip. I skip Thor 1 every time. I don't ever need to watch that again. Yeah. But, what? I'm, I'm going to eventually build up a digital library of all the Marvel movies, uh-huh. but I don't know. I'll rewatch that one one time. I, I'm I'm tempted to try to rebuild that library before <laughs> Avengers four comes out, uh-huh. but I'm I'm most of the way on that Avengers library. I have a whole bunch of them, and they, like as they drop off of streaming services, I buy them. Did you ever see Ant Man and the Wasp? No, I haven't yet. Oh, I'm gonna okay. buy it when it comes out on streaming. Probably. I think it is out, oh but... well, then I'll buy it. And... Probably too. Not, not not necessarily a hurry, but I personally liked it. I heard it was a really nice palate cleanser after Infinity yes, War. I definitely thought so. But uh, ba- I mean, it's basically the same thing as that Man One type of thing. But so I, I need to get to Jesse's critique of yeah, sorry, no, because it's important because we love these movies and they're very good. And he said something like. Uh, Oh, God. You know what? I think I can pull it up real quick. Ooh, I have a text from someone that I need to read later on. So let's find him. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Talking about Assassin's Creed. Uh, Sherlock Holmes movies. I'm hammered seeing that movie <laughs> Venom. Best Marvel movie since Deadpool, he said. So I, so I said, you watch the Avengers movies? And he said, oh, sure, but I enjoy the ones that got a little bit of comedy and aren't so serious. Wait, what? Yes. So, 
None of the Marvel movies have been serious. Yeah, they're all very tongue in cheek, and I don't, it, I don't know. I wasn't gonna start any, like serious movie. I uh, comic book movie. I've seen. I don't know if you've seen it, but um, the uh, most recent Wolverine movie. Oh yeah, I heard that was really like, good and dark and good. Yeah. Oh, have you ever seen it? I have not seen Logan yet. I've just oh, okay. have heard good things. I gave up on the X Men franchise years ago. Oh, okay. I don't blame you. Too, it was too much. I don't blame you, but Logan is very good. Uh, ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I gave up. Uh, there was around New Class, maybe. There was something that made oh, me say. I gave up around there too temporarily. But Logan is only with um, slight spoilers. But Logan is none of the new characters. It's only. Wolverine and Charles Xavier. Oh, okay. And then, and then like you know, other character like other characters, but not like any weird time travel shit. No, no weird time travel shit. Okay. Yeah, it, it's only in like that base universe, but doesn't deal with any of the other X Men. Just those two. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So like even like without following like. If you've just seen the the like original X Men movie, then you don't need to see anything else to enjoy Logan. I think well, that's good because I enjoyed the original X Men movie. I think it is I enjoyed, very dark, though. I think I enjoyed X Two as well. Yeah, I you know I'm I don't know if I've talked about it on, on here before, but I'm I'm pretty low low bar with most movies. Like even bad movies, I tend to find a way to enjoy i'm not like a big movie critic sure like i may understand critiques of movies but i'll normally find a way to enjoy them even if i really probably shouldn't enjoy them well there's a difference between a good movie and an enjoyable movie yeah exactly i love the hell i like i think james and i have talked to you in the past about the movie captain ron i, love, I believe so i love the hell out of captain ron captain ron is a bad movie <laughs> Anyone who asks me, I'll be straight up with them. That is a that is not a good movie. It is a bad movie, but I really enjoy it because it's enjoyable. I, I've definitely never seen it before, but I'm pretty sure pretty sure that you've talked to me about it. Yeah, it's in it's because <laughs> basically on on the Amazon, which is where I have my digital library, I own. 15 Marvel movies <laughs> Captain Ron and I am gaining a library of things that my daughter likes to watch oh okay yeah the 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 trials of parenthood yeah so I own Frozen ooh I Frozen I, I actually like Frozen I don't care about Frozen yeah. I, I've seen it a lot of times so far it's fine see I, I, I haven't had to do that but <laughs> I, I I've seen Frozen once and I enjoyed it. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Josh Gad is an interesting aspect of that because I've seen Josh Gad's career from its start. Um, back in 2007, I used to watch movies or watch videos on this website called My Damn Channel. Huh? Because Never heard of it. This is before YouTube became the thing. This is before everything was on YouTube. 
because everyone was kind of trying to fight back against YouTube. YouTube was getting there as far as like there was a lot of things on YouTube, but it wasn't the video website. I, I remember that like weird time where YouTube wasn't, yeah, like like you said back in that '06 to '08 time period. And so my damn channel was one of these places. It was started by a bunch of people like it was like David Wayne and Michael Ian Black and people like that. And there was a lot of very interesting content on there and they refused to put it on YouTube. It was the same with Funny or Die. Funny or Die started as a website that refused to put anything on YouTube. They just wouldn't do it because they wanted people to go to their website if they wanted to see their content. And eventually all of these people gave in and put all their stuff yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> Because that's what won out, yeah. Yeah, but at the time, back in like 2007, Josh Gad had this uh, web series on my damn channel called Gigi American something something. Let's see if I search Gigi American. Gigi Almost American. And so it... Man, the the dates on this are all wrong because no one's including my damn channel. So it's Josh Gad, who's the voice of the snowman in Frozen, was this foreigner who came to America and didn't speak very much English, and it was just like the different things, different like hijinks that he would get into because he couldn't speak English. Really? Yeah. And I really enjoyed that, but Josh Gad became like this very specific thing, and then he, he wasn't in acceptance because that was... That was the other kid. That was the the other fat kid. <laughs> what was he in? There's accepted, and then there's what's the other movie? I don't know. What's his big What's his big breakout role for Josh Gad? Josh Gad. Everything after Frozen is like weird and crazy. He was in the Twenty One. Yes, 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 yes. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go back in time for Josh Gad. Frozen. GG. Not the internship. It's some college movie. Bored to death, Marmaduke. While, while you're looking at that, you talking about your Amazon library made me look at mine. Mm -hmm. And mine is mostly uh, mediocre horror movies with a couple uh, Baker movies thrown in. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, all the Purge movies because, you know, of course. You're a big Purge uh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I have all the Resident Evil movies. Mm -hmm. I have all the Underworld movies. I have uh, a movie called Happy Death Day, which is a horror comedy. I have uh, Better Watch Out, which is a horror comedy. I have Wormwood, which is a horror comedy. I have Your Next, which is a horror comedy. And then I have Infinity War and uh, Godzilla. Interesting. I can't find yeah. the movie, so now I'm going to look at Prime Video... Excuse me, primevideo.com. I'm going to sign in and I'll tell you what I got that's not Marvel. <clears throat> I don't Hold on my... Uh... It's not available. Prime Video is not available for my account, apparently. Oh, I just I just bought the Swell Season. I have this other movie that my daughter likes called All I Want for Christmas is You. Okay, I'm going to stop you for just a second because when I Whoa. closed one of my drawers, I pulled on the cord... So I didn't hear anything from the point where you said that you're going to pull up your Amazon and then all I want for Christmas is you. Oh, okay. So I have, did I buy it? I, no, it's on my, this is my watch list. Okay. 
your videos is where I need to go. So there's this Mariah Carey weird animated movie <laughs> called All I Want for Christmas what? Is You. And uh, my daughter loves it. She calls it oh, Doggy. Okay. <laughs> I just bought the Swell Season movie, which we're not going to go into because that's, that's, I'll nerd out too hard on my favorite musicians. Okay. Um, I mean, if you want to, we can. I'll just mm, listen politely. No, 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 no. no. Um, I've purchased two seasons of the Teletubbies because I got oh, God. I got tired of the one season oh, that God. I bought of Teletubbies. So if we were going to continue watching Teletubbies, it needed yeah, to be Yeah, you had to new. mix it up. Yes. Wait, I mean, really, on? any season is too much of the Teletubbies. Let's see. Wait. Your your video library. That's where I need to Yeah. Go. That's right. It's confusing. Amazon, honestly, I try to buy all my movies on Amazon, but their 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 whole portal for watching movies sucks ass. Mm-hmm. That's why I use my Amazon Fire TV to watch it. Yes. Yeah. Um, a TV show called Jekyll. I think uh, I heard of that. Better Call Saul. Oh, I think that I think they have it on Netflix. All right, those are TV shows. They do. This was to get it real early. All right. Oh, okay. The only TV show I have is called The Expanse. Me and my brother watch it. It's a sci-fi one. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's see, I bought Monsters Inc. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I bought Law Abiding Citizen, but I bought that live on this show, so that is not a surprise. <laughs> um, I can't remember that. Yeah, there was a time where I was talking about how much I loved that and how much I wanted to watch it again, so I bought it. Uh, that was drunk that night i was i know i was 101 donations frozen movies drunk on on this podcast about telling you guys i think when i i think the night that i bought the matrix collection i was drunk yeah it's mostly how i buy things uh smoky and the bandit marvel 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 catmaran in the holiday that my wife bought once uh I was doing something else, and she didn't realize that she was having me buy it by buying oh, wow. it on on our Amazon Fire TV thing. And yeah, that that's how I have the Lorax on my Amazon thing because my brother thought he wanted to watch it one day, yeah. so he decided to buy it on his account. But turns out it was my account, so yeah. I will have always have the Lorax. Yeah, that was just one where I was like, hey, I'm not mad or anything. It's fine. We own the holiday now. But just so you know, just please yeah. please check with me before buying yeah. movies because maybe it's the end of the month and I don't have any money. Yeah, that was exactly the conversation I had. Like, hey, I don't I don't mind, but can you just let me know if you're going to spend yeah. 10 bucks on the Lorax? <laughs> How much is the Lorax now? Because that's the that's kind of the terrible thing about bucks, stuff. I don't know. But I want to know how much it is today. If yeah. I wanted to buy it today on Prime Video, Prime Video, Prime Video <laughs> Movies, the Lorax is going to cost me three ninety nine to rent, fourteen dollars to buy. Holy shit! Supposedly it's good. I've never watched it. I, I, I also realized that while I was rambling on about the movies I had, I missed a couple lines. I also have my favorite movie, hmm. Dread. Dread. Which, it's not a good movie. It's based on the comic book Judge Dread, but it's uh-huh. the movie that I can always watch. Like, so if it's I can't decide, Yeah, D-R-E-D-D. If I can't decide what I want to watch, that is my go-to movie. Two, 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 two. That, and, that and You're Next are my two go-to movies. 
Interesting. I can't do scary because I just get scared. I know. I know. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> you watched I Am Legend with me in the theater. Yeah. I know. That's why I normally don't mention these movies yeah. because I know most of the movies that I would mention you would not watch. Yep. I'm not going to watch Could, this. It looks cool. That one's not that scary, though. But it's, it's mm-hmm. so like, yeah. I would never recommend you to watch your next because even though it's a horror comedy, there's enough horror that I would not recommend you watch it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I got a good amount of enjoyment out of uh, the cabin in the woods. Oh, okay, okay. So there, there. You know, if 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 you're ever over for some reason and we're watching movies, there's a couple horror comedies that I might try and force you to watch. Yeah, I mean, I like 28 Days Later, I like 28 Weeks Later, I enjoyed... I remember that, I remember, I forget what we were watching at Brian's house, but everyone else was asleep that one night, and you and me were, were discussing our enjoyment for 28 Days Later. Yeah, so I didn't go with you to see 28 Weeks Later? No, I went with another group. No, you did not, yeah. Because there was, we... I do own both of those on Blu-ray, though. Huh. My friend and I had some joke that we already had going on about someone name with a certain name, and then there was like one of the helicopter pilots in Twenty Eight Weeks Later had that name, and we just thought it was the funniest thing. It was a very normal name, very normal name. Like his name was Simon or something. I don't remember what that name was. Oh my god, that makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah, so for us, I was like, oh, oh, it's so funny. <laughs> guy's Especially name when you're teenagers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! All right, all right. I, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna have to call it. I didn't That's realize fun. two hours. God, I I thought we'd be calling it after 45 minutes. Hey, it turned out it was a. This is a good episode. We're gonna put it. Yeah. In. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick before we call, have you it's, listened to the newest uh, Dubai Friday episode yet? Yes, I've listened to it twice. Oh, okay. Is it good? I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, yeah. Um, you, There's going to be some Apple talk you're going to have to look past. Let me check their show notes just so I can... Oh, you don't have to do all that. No, 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 no. no. Just so I can get like caught up about it, because that will help me remember. I've listened to a few different episodes of it since oh, okay. then. I was going to listen to it today, but as I explained earlier, my morning did not go as planned, because I was up all night, so I slept in later than I was going to. There's some good discussion of Kavanaugh. They had the same... Um, they actually, I felt really good about my recommendation for you because you were like, Hey, how should I catch up on Kavanaugh? And I said, watch John Oliver. They said the same thing. Oh, okay. Good. Hey, look at that. John Oliver was actually a pretty good, cause they don't like him, but they're like, Oh, his purpose was actually a pretty good way to go about it. They went back to curvy wife guy. Oh, the, I... the challenge this week was to play Spider-Man on PS4 to <laughs> shave. And to do something else. It was a really stupid challenge. It was one of Alex's because she's bad at giving challenges. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll try and listen to it in the next couple of days. I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good one. It's not it's not one of the canonical ones. They have not had a canonical do by Friday since the Two of Hearts. Wait, what do you mean canonical? Canonical as in like there are, there are like seven episodes of Dubai Friday that I would point to as like these are the best episodes that have ever happened. Oh, okay. I see. In like the like the handful that you recommended to me to start. Yeah, those are all really, oh, okay. really good. And so the one the one where they had to do a card trick with two of hearts, that that is the best episode ever. And Yeah, no, I feel like you really like because the 
think you recommended four or five to me, Something and like they that. were like each of them good. Yeah. And then once I started listening on my own, it's been kind of like everyone's you know good one, decent one, mediocre, so on and so forth. It's yeah been like I could see where it, you could recommend the the five wrong ones to someone, oh, and sure. even if they would normally like the content that these people put out, they would end up hating the podcast just from listening to those handful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Two weeks ago with are the magicians here, that was a pretty good episode. The best one so far has been the, the card trick one over the summer, but um, yeah, it all depends right now. Max is in a weird place and I think Max is in a weird place because of the run up to the election and because of the fact that I don't know what it is yet, but every Christmas cards against humanity does a big thing that they announce in November so they're almost definitely working very hard on that and for, so for Alex like working at Cards Against Humanity is just her job and but for yeah. him that's his life so yeah. I think once that starts whatever it is that they're doing for Christmas this year once that starts Dubai Friday will get good again because I kind of think we went through this like last year oh okay yeah 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 well I will let you get going Right. Senior, I will, uh, I assume, talk to you and hopefully James next week. Sounds unless good. he's off in Disneyland again. You know, yeah. that, that, that sly dog. That little jerk. <laughs> I know, I haven't been to Disneyland since I was, uh, I can't remember how long. Psst, me either. 